Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kira Mack, as always, and delighted you've been able to tune in with us yet again today. Now, before we get into the show, as always, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this if you get a chance. Also, if you like listening on podcast players, there's a link down below in the description that will take you to a website where there's a host of various podcast players available that the show is on. And finally, if you do get some value from the show, you enjoy the show, don't forget you can buy us an old cappuccino or a latte down below link in the description now let's jump into the top five stories doing the rounds today suspects in kidnap murder of chinese student arrested in wuhan the three chinese suspects in the abduction and murder of a chinese student in thailand have been arrested in wuhan and will be prosecuted in china the national police chief announced on tuesday the murder is now being attributed to a romance turned sour police general damrong sak said the men could be sentenced to death under chinese law the three chinese men were arrested in wuhan china They would not be returned to Thailand for trial because there is no extradition treaty between Bangkok and Beijing, he said. The three suspects are Chinese national Shen Saikan, Zhu Ongfai and Zhu Pengfai. Chinese authorities arrested the suspects in China and can prosecute them without extraditing them to Thailand under Chinese law. The case carries the death penalty, the national police chief said. According to Police General Damrong Sak, the suspects told interrogators that the murder stemmed from a love affair. The victim, 22-year-old Jin Kan, earlier had a relationship with one of the men in China. She was killed because she rejected intimacy with the man in Thailand late last month. Chinese and Thai police jointly interrogated the suspects both in China and from Thailand, he said. The national police chief said a 19-year-old Thai woman who worked at a karaoke shop has also been arrested. She was suspected of being a decoy in the abduction. Her information was useful to investigators, he said. Police General Pirapong, Deputy Commissioner of the Provincial Police Region 1, confirmed the victim had known the suspects in China. They had followed her to Thailand and had kept in contact with her until the abduction, he said. They had arrived on a 15-day tourist visa. The murdered woman is reported to have taken online courses in China for her first two years of her university study and arrived in Thailand on March 8 for her third year courses. She disappeared on March 28 and her body was found in Nantamburi province on April 1st. Early reports said the gang demanded a 500,000 yuan, about 2.5 million baht ransom from her father and murdered her after failing to get the money on March 29th. So that is the follow-up of the story that was doing the rounds a couple of days ago really just disgusting and it shows the type of people that thailand are allowing into their country at the moment i mean obviously it's great they've been caught but then they won't do they won't have their justice here in thailand i suspect though the justice that they get in china might be a lot worse than what they would have got here in thailand because they found guilty they will get the death penalty there there's no reason to think that they won't especially the fact that the chinese have arrested them and have basically come out to say we're going to try them here in china so yeah hopefully they get what's coming to them a just absolutely disgusting crime yet again committed on thai soil now moving along the tat downplays china woes The Tourism Authority of Thailand has played down concerns about monopolized foreign tourism businesses and zero-dollar tours as long as strict law enforcement and collaboration with Beijing continues, while Thailand is targeting high-value tourists over volume. Tat Governor Yutasak Supasorn said his office in China will continue to monitor these issues, ensuring only Chinese tour companies certified by the Chinese government are allowed to send tour groups to Thailand. Moreover, the increased overall tour package prices due to high airfares have helped prevent these issues. Additionally, most Chinese are preferring to become independent tourists, he said. 
the foreign tourism businesses network has started coming back as Thai tourism has been recovering, making some income flow out of Thailand. Therefore, we need to continue to closely monitor this issue on, to prevent an impact on Thai operators, Mr. Yutasak said. However, if foreign tourism business operators abide by Thai law, it would be hard to restrict them competing in the market. According to the Tourism Authority of Thailand, flight numbers in the summer slot nationwide until October tallied more than 97,000, an increase from 53,000 in the previous winter slot, with Chinese flights alone gaining more than 16,000. This year, the TAT is promoting Thailand as an all-year-round destination to maintain occupancy rates at desirable levels. For the 2024 to 2027, the TAT aimed to prioritise value over volume, targeting high value and sustainable tourism. As of March 29, foreign tourists tallied more than 6.2 million. Top markets included Malaysia at 890,000, Russia at 556,000, China at 497,000 and South Korea at 435,000, with India coming in fifth there with 313,000 people. The president of the Southern Chapter of the Thai Hotels Association said Phuket has not seen $0 tours, although Chinese tourists are gradually increasing and now stand among the top 10 sources of tourists in Phuket since the beginning of the year. However, the THA has not yet seen restaurants or accommodation that focuses solely on the Chinese market back in operation. Nevertheless, he said the issues should be monitored closely over the next three to four months when Chinese tour groups are expected to surge. He suggested Thailand focus on attracting quality tours and position itself accordingly. He expects Chinese will be the top foreign tourists in Phuket in April, with India following closely behind, while long-haul markets such as Russia remain in a slowdown. Meanwhile, Mr. Sukhasit said he had hoped the government would help maintain electricity fees at a low level as the rate, which rose by 20-30% since last year, has taken a heavy toll on hotels, most of which have started to recover in the latest winter high season. So a little bleak still from China, not as many flights, mainly due to the fact that there is no flights to come here. The package tour prices, uh, flights have all increased by about 50% from what I read recently. And even finding flights from China to the likes of Phuket and Bangkok is becoming actually ever increasingly difficult. The flights just don't exist. And there's lots of reasons for that. And we've discussed this in previous shows. Now, this whole thing, again, they're back about talking about quality over quantity, which I find quite ridiculous because these are the same people predicting 75 million tourists in the next three years, doubling what they did in 2019. They clearly are not. It's all just lip service they pay. It's all a slogan they throw out. You know, quality over quantity, sustainable tourism. There's absolutely no sustainable tourism in this country at the moment. It's basically take whatever you can get. Now, I don't blame them. They've had three years where there's been no tourists in this country or very little. So when the opportunity arises, yes, you should. But as I have actually spoken in the show many times, they need to have a plan about how they're going to have sustainable tourism in this country, how they are going to build destinations so that they're not overrun by tourists and and Thai citizens themselves can't live there anymore. Pretty much what's happening with Phuket at the moment. I mean, Phuket, as I've said many times, is out of control. Soon you'll find that Thais won't be able to afford to live in Phuket because the prices of property are rising, rising, rising. Rental prices are rising, rising, rising. And just the daily cost of living on the province is just becoming, getting out of control. But nevertheless, that is the prediction. They're very worried about China all the time. But you know what? Focus on what you do have and giving those people a good experience here in the country. And don't be worrying about, you know, what may come down the line. That's the way I see it anyway. 
And moving along with official confirmation, Thailand reverses visa policy for tourists from 60 countries. Thailand has reinstated its 30-day visa exemption policy for tourists from roughly 60 countries, effective Saturday, April 1st, marking a reversal of a previous regulation that allowed visitors from those countries to stay up to 45 days without obtaining a prior visa. Tours from mainland Europe, the UK, the US, Australia, Saudi Arabia and other countries will now only be granted a 30-day stay in Thailand if they choose to enter the kingdom without obtaining a prior visa. According to the Tourism Authority of Thailand, visa-exempt visitors will have the option to extend their stay once for an additional 30 days if they go through immigration, allowing them to travel the nation for a maximum of 60 days. Visa-exempt countries will also have another option to obtain a 30-day extension by briefly leaving and re-entering the country. However, land border crossings can only happen twice per calendar year. While there are no official restrictions on entry by air, immigration officers have the discretion to refuse tourist entry and require them to obtain a formal visa from a Thai embassy beforehand. Additionally, the visa on arrival period, which has been extended from 15 to 30 days, has now been reverted back to 15 days for countries considered visa on arrival. TAT reportedly plans to approach the new government after the general election to potentially revise the visa again to attract more tourists. So that's just confirmation of what we brought to you on the previous show. I'm not sure what the reason for not extending it is now. It could be the issue that now we have a caretaker government because the election has been called and they are not able to actually change policy like that because it's only a caretaker government so that could be one of the reasons very unfortunate i think the 45 days had been working very well for thailand and the 15 to 30 which was basically for 17 countries that relied on the visa on arrival where you paid i think it was 2000 at the airport and you got this visa stamped into your passport i think russia was one of the countries so the visa on arrival was doing very well getting 30 days and russians seem to be staying longer because they could but now that'll be cut back to 15 days and they'll just get a two-week holiday here in the country and then have to leave it's a strange decision but maybe it is out of their hands i'm not quite sure but at the end of the day 45 days if you if you're you know we're back up and running here in thailand things have changed it you know they went through this whole COVID thing and they're trying to attract tourists back and i think actually it was a smart move on what they did by giving the 45 days giving people longer here in the kingdom which i think worked really really well because potentially if you came you got your 45 days and then you could go to immigration and extend for another 30 days with the 1900 baht fee so in essence you were getting 75 days that's actually longer than you would have got if you got a single entry tourist visa which would have only given you 60 days but maybe also it's a financial thing maybe people haven't been purchasing the visas and there's been you know a reduction in the fees being taken by embassies around the world which i believe is how the ministry of foreign affairs uh, funds part of itself so maybe that has something to do with it too but nevertheless i think it's probably not a great decision in terms of attracting people to thailand i think it personally i think it had worked out very well and people seem to be embracing these 45 days and staying longer here in the kingdom but nevertheless that is how it is now so it's official it's back to the way it was before covid 30 days on arrival or the visa on arrival you're only getting 15 days and that's how it is moving along police are targeting rental companies taking public parking spaces in phuket interesting because i just talked to a friend of mine about another part of thailand where i was just saying it's ridiculous that all the parking spaces on the road are taken up with rental companies is that even legal but nevertheless police major general Serpan sirakong chief of the phuket provincial police has ordered officers to take action against any motorbike rental shop that occupy public parking spaces solely for presenting their rental bikes to customers 
In an order issued on Saturday, Major General Sermpan instructed Phuket City Police Chief Colonel Pratung to spearhead efforts to make parking spaces available again to the public, with special attention to be given to motorbike rental operators on Montre Road in Phuket Town. Major General Sermpan explained that police had received many complaints of rental operators occupying public parking spaces on the street, leaving other people, including local residents, nowhere to park. Initial efforts to explain to motorbike and car rental operators that public parking spaces are for public use. Officers are also to remind the operators that any person renting a vehicle, both Thais and foreigners, must have the correct license, the order added. Meanwhile, rental operators were informed that placing any object, such as a sign, chains, and I'll put in bollards there, or any other object to reserve parking spaces for their own use was illegal under the Act of on the Maintenance of the Cleanliness and Orderliness of the Country, and that's under the BE 2535. The Phuket Info Centre, operated under the Phuket Office of the Ministry of Interior, this morning posted a notice by the Central Investigation Bureau warning that under Section 19 of the Act, offenders who place any object that obstructs traffic without permission from the relevant official may be fined up to 10,000 baht. In line with how the act is enforced in Bangkok and Pattaya, people who provide photo or video evidence when reporting other people reserving public parking spaces for their own use stand to receive 50% of the fine imposed, the CIB warning explained. Well, I tell you one thing, if I, I'd nearly go down to Phuket Town now and sit there with a camera. Further fines that may, may be imposed on people who reserve public parking spaces for their own use include a fine of up to 500 baht under the Traffic Act and a fine of up to 5,000 baht under the Criminal Code, the CIB warning noted. There's a very interesting thing. So, according to the Act, if you take a picture, you send that picture to the police to complain that they get prosecuted, you will get 50% of that fine. That's a job in its own. I reckon you could spend a day, you could spend every day in Phuket walking around doing that job and making an absolute fortune. I wonder did they actually pay out though. Nevertheless, our final story of today, and it's not the cheerful story that, you know, we always have at the end. Chiang Mai hospitals overflow with pollution sufferers. And again, as it continues up in Chiang Mai, Chiang Rai and other areas of Thailand, air pollution in Chiang Mai has reached hazardous levels. With people suffering from respiratory illness filling up local hospitals, the Chiang Mai University Faculty of Medicine reports. Consistently high PM 2.5 levels in the northern province have led to many residents seeking medical attention for respiratory illnesses, including asthma and inflammation. A total of 12,671 patients, yes, 12,671 patients sought treatment for lung problems between January 1st and March 31st. The 1,400-bed Mahara Nakhon Chiang Mai Hospital reported on Saturday. The faculty said it has not been able to treat a significant number of people due to congestion of its inpatient wing. Nationwide, the number of people with air pollution-related diseases in hospitals totaled 1.73 million between January 1st and March 19th. Figures from the Ministry of Public Health showed earlier. Now, if that was COVID, the country would be shut down, but it's only people's lungs, so it doesn't matter. So far, provincial officials have acknowledged that air pollution and forest fires remain a major concern, as many areas have been shrouded in smog for weeks and a distinct odour of smoke has persisted. Although efforts are continuing to quell forest fires in Doi Sutep, Pui National Park, authorities reported that hotspots have continued to expand in recent days. According to iqair.com, Chiang Mai was reported to have the air quality index of 216 on Saturday afternoon and remained the world's most polluted city, followed by Guangzhou in China and Hanoi in Vietnam. And again, there's not much to say about this otherwise, other than what an absolute disgrace this has become. 
I wanted to go to Bangkok next month and the wife basically said, no, PM 2.5, we're not going there. So yeah, people are turning away from different parts of the country because of this issue and I'm pretty sure the tourists are as well. So I think it's something the Thai government need to get their act together on and just get a plan and get it sorted. It's gone on far too long. And this kind of thing, when you see there's 1.7 million people this year have had issues because of it, that's a problem. Like I said, I mean, if that was COVID two years ago, the country would be in lockdown. We'd be all told you can't leave the house. Um, we, we'd be told to get have to get 20 injections, you know, vaccines. That's what, that, what's what happened. But if it's people's lungs and, you know, well, that doesn't really matter. Public health is public health and people need to be protected. And when it's a man-made issue that's causing the problems then yes the government should step in and put an end to it and that's my opinion i'd love to know yours and guys like every story we have today your comments your opinions please put them down below in the comment section i love to read them i love to hear what you guys are thinking and that's it for today as always thanks again for tuning in and we'll talk to you again in a couple of days but ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.